Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the one and only Rock and Wrestling Podcast. podcast i am your host with the most nick and we've got a great episode super excited to have you guys listen to this interview is frank Furrer, the current drummer in guns and roses but we uh, he came to me and we talked about his side project called pisser that's been around for a few years but they've been releasing some singles and they're, they're kind of gearing up to have uh the full length record come out at some point this year um, so I'm going to play a song for you here in just a couple of minutes, but man, it was super cool. Frank was unbelievably super nice guy, man. So we talked a lot about kind of the formation of this band, uh, the songwriting process, drumming in general. We talked a little bit of Guns N' Roses. It is a shorter interview than, uh, used, you know, uh, used to having, uh, he was doing a full press day. I was able to get him for, you know, close 20 minutes, a little under, but it was still very, very cool for Frank to join me, and, and it's much appreciated. So I'm going to stop yakking here, and what we're going to do is I'm going to play their latest single that just came out last month called Last Time. I'm going to play it for you, and then uh, we'll be back right here, and I'll jump into the interview with Frank. One, two, three, when's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good, good time? You tell me when's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good time? When's the last time you had a good time? 24 and there's so much more. Well, old 
That was Pisser with Last Time. It's spelled P-S-S-R. We get into kind of the, the acronym as I as I misspoke. I didn't realize the name of the band was Pisser. But that's a Frank side band, and he's mostly here today on the Rock and Wrestling Podcast to talk about that specific band. And we do get into a little Guns N' Roses talk. But if you want to keep up to date with everything going on in the podcast, the Rock and Wrestling World, uh, you can follow on all social media, including the old Twitter machine at Nick's RNW Podcast, Facebook, Nick's Rock and Wrestling Podcast, Instagram, Rock and Wrestling Podcast. If you think I've earned the five-star review, leave one on Apple iTunes as well. Go over to patreon.com slash RNW Podcast, Pro Wrestling Tees, Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Um, you know where to get your merch. You know where everything is going. So without further ado, here comes now the interview with Frank for uh, of Guns N' Roses as well as Pisser. All right, it's a pleasure to welcome to the Rock and Wrestling Podcast an incredible drummer. Uh, he's a drummer for my favorite band of all time currently, Guns N' Roses, but we're here today to talk about his his other band, PSSR, Frank Furrer. Fur, and I just, I'm screwing it up, man. Look at me. I, I, <laughs> we died right before oh, we there. You had it. I had it. There we go. And uh, it's a pleasure to have you on, man. I'm excited to talk about uh, this new band you've got, man, because it's really, really good, just kick-ass rock and roll stuff. And I've been listening to the singles cool. that are out there. So I'm excited to talk about it and wanted to jump right into it and talk about kind of yeah. just the history of it and what exactly the band is about, the players in it, and kind of coming together in, in this new project you've got going. Sure. Um, well, thank you for having me on, Nick. Very, very kind of you. Um, uh, the band the band is P-S-S-E-R, but it's pronounced Pisser. Uh, when we first uh, started uh, doing this, uh, we got a lot of feedback saying that a lot of places won't put a, put a record in it or, or a CD or whatever. With, with the word P-I-S-S-E-R on it. So, so we, went, we went with just P-S-S-R, but it's pronounced Pisser. Um, so basically, um, uh, so Eric, the lead singer of the band, um, Eric Jacobson, um, and I, and Richard Fortis also, uh, who's also in Guns N' Roses, we had a band in the late 90s called Honky Toast that did a record for Sony. Um, we did the record, it got dropped, the whole nine. Um, and then out of the ashes of Honky Toast, uh, Eric forms Pisser back in New York in the early 2000s. Um, so Pisser's had a few lineup changes. Anytime Richard and I are, are in town, we end, we usually go and play with Pisser. You know, um, Eric is the main songwriter. He has a body of songs. Um, some that were left over from Honky Toast also. So um, 
uh, fast forward a, a bunch of years, actually. And then about in the last five years, we've had a steady lineup uh, with Rob Daly on guitar and Brett Bass on bass. Yeah, his name is Bass and he plays bass, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the four of us have been pretty much pisser um, since about 2015. Um, and, you know, and also, again, Richard has come and played with us and, and um, everybody's a tour is a working musician in the band. So sometimes you might have a different bass player and stuff like that. But Eric is always the main songwriter, singer, frontman of the band. Um, so we, we went in and did a record a couple of years ago and it sat in the can for a minute. And then finally, uh, it got around to Mark from um, Golden Robot, his desk. Um, and he loved it and wanted to put it out. And here we are now, a um, couple of singles, three singles in. Last time it's the, it's the latest single. And uh, hopefully the record drops in December, early December. Yeah, I've listened. The last time's a great one, man. I love the Richard guesting on on the first one that came out last year. Yeah, busted, busted, busted yeah. man. Really, really good stuff, man. Is is that kind of the, you know, the I was reading the press release and you know, kind of old school rock and roll. Is that kind of the real divide that you guys go for, I man? Because I catch, you know a little bit of ACDC, maybe a little bit of New York Dolls in there. Was that kind of the, yeah. you know, kind of the, the, the real almost working class New York vibe you guys want to go for with the, with this band? I mean, I mean, I mean, um, absolutely. And I wouldn't say that it's something that we go for. It's just what we are. I mean, we're, we're, you know, you know, I'm born and raised in New York city. Eric and Richard lived in New York city for 20 some odd years. Um, Rob Bailey, New Yorker, Brett Bass. He came from Texas, but a New Yorker. It's just like, it's just what it is. It's just grimy, you know, New York City rock and roll. If you're into the Dictators or the Ramones or the Dolls or the Stooges or, or you know, the Degeneration, if you're into any of those bands, yeah, I mean, um, that's what we do. I mean, uh, I, I describe Pisser like, um, you know, you're walking down Avenue C in New York City on a, on a January night and it's cold and it's wet and it's grimy and you're trying to get from point A to point B and Pisser is your soundtrack. Yeah, it, it definitely comes that vibe. It jumps out through the speakers and that, and I, I love that kind of kind of vibe. Even being a California boy, man, I, I love that that grimy kind of in, in your face kind of kind of rock and roll. And with and I, I'm curious because obviously the world is so crazy right now, and I love getting kind of the business side of it too. You know, obviously you playing with Guns N' Roses, and and obviously that's being your main gig. But was your guys' plan for this year to go? You mentioned in 2015, you did a record, it sat in the can. Was this kind of like, hey, maybe this might be the year where our schedules sync up. Let's get the record out and maybe go play some shows, tour with it. Was that kind of a, a plan or was it just, hey? Well, I, yeah, the, the idea was that whenever um, um, we took a break in Guns N' Roses, um, we would go out and do pisser dates. Yeah, that, that was that was the idea. That was the plan to, to fill in the, uh, basically my downtime, uh, fill it in with pisser, you know. But yeah, that was the plan. But every, every, obviously everything is, Everything that's on hold right now, obviously. Yeah, and we have to get we have to get healthy and, and safe first, and then and then we can think about rock and roll. You know, I know it's it's crazy, man. It's it's I think people right now with the world, man. It's it's you know I think they take live entertain they've taken live entertainment for granted because it's it's always there. And I love to get your thoughts on it. And now we don't you know you don't have it, and it's you know there's some some clubs may survive some. Some not, you know, and I think I think hopefully people will be hungry for, you know, a new band, not a new band, but new music like Pisser and, and really dive into right, it. Man. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean, um, you know, yeah, I mean, we're looking forward to that day when we can get back out and playing, you know, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I'm trying to really live in the present, you know, because it's really dangerous out there and, and, and the pandemic really has people 
I mean, not people, all of us, me too included, you know, really scared and worried about, about the future. So just like lay low, put a mask on, chill, wait till this thing dies down, you get a vaccine. But, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that when this, when this thing is over that, you know, music and, and venues are, are rocking. People want to go out and see bands and be safe and have a great time, you know? Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a strange, strange, strange time right now. It, it, it is a very, very strange time. Talk, I want to talk a little bit about your, about your drumming because I've seen you play live sure. with Guns N' Roses several times, man, and you, it's phenomenal drumming and you hit them so hard. Thank you. You know, talk about a little bit. I've always been curious on, on who your drumming influences are and do you get influenced by yeah. like any new players? Like, you know, maybe you're out on the road or you see a new band and go, man, that guy's a really good drummer. Any, anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. There's uh, great drummers right now. Um, Steve from Monster Truck and Mike from Ragdoll Sons. I love watching those guys play. Uh, um, a Rufus, that's, he's, uh, he's in um, uh, uh, The Darkness. Uh, he's actually uh, um, Roger Taylor from Queen yeah. He was I watched him. Yeah, he's great, you know. Um, but, but, you know, dude, I grew up in New York City. I, was, I, I lucked out, man. I, I, uh, I got to see the greats play, you know, um, you know, my influence, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a rock drummer. I'm a rock group drummer. So, you know, John Bonham, we go down the list, right? Charlie Watts, Phil Rudd, ACDC, um, you know, Peter Chris, Kiss, Benny Carlos, Cheap Trick, you know. Um, and, then, and then I also had local cats, New York guys that did really, that were really, really successful, but they played, you know, around in clubs in New York City, like Zach Alford, played with B-52s and Bowie and Sterling Campbell, also played with, with David Bowie for a long time. Um, uh, uh, you know, Steve Jordan, they was on the Dave Letterman show for a while and, um, and played with Keith Richards. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of, a lot of, you know, Char um, Charlie Drayton that we also played in Keith Richards. Man, I, I grew up with a lot of great, great groove rock drummers that I got to see all the time. So I looked out, you know, growing up in New York City in, in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, I got to see a lot of killer drummers. Yeah, that, that's always what I, you know, being a, being such a big music fan and being a musician myself, man, I'm only 30 years old, 31 years old, and I go, man, I would have killed to, you know, grow up in that late 70s to mid-80s era, man, because to, to see the band, you know, the bands at that time, you know, I've gotten to see, you know, them in later stages in their career, and it's it's great, but man, to grow up in that in that era where you mentioned, you know, the, the ACDCs, the Stones, you know, who's a who's who, yeah. you know, su such a plethora of rock and roll, and, you know, talking a little bit about kind of maybe the state of rock and roll do you, you know you mentioned kind of a few young you know younger bands out there that play live really good but do you feel like right. rock and roll is healthy and we're gonna see maybe hopefully you know there's a there's a lot of good band you know dirty honey joyous wolf there's a lot of good young rock bands does that give yeah, you, yeah. you as, a, as a as a musician and in one of probably the biggest bands of all time right now to say hey man rock and roll is going to be you know okay in in the future well, I, I think so. I, I just think, I just think, um, and, and we can even, we can even talk about like, like, you know, other forms of music, you know, um, hip hop, stuff like that. I mean, as long as it has that rebellion kind of rebellious kind of like, you know, thing, where it's all, when it goes up against the grain, as long as we keep having those, I mean, I think, I think, I think we're, we're good as far as, as rock and roll. I mean, there's always going to be a punk rock band somewhere that, that you're going to go and like lose your mind over, you know, you're, there's always going to be a hard rock band that's going to come through and, 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 and twist it up. You know, I mean, bands like nine inch nails, they're still kicking ass. They still, they're still relative. They still put out great new music. So, 
Um, I think rock and roll is always going to be, as long as you're, you're, you're going to go against the grain, rock and roll is going to be there for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So kind of shifting back here a little bit to Pisser, you know, obviously we've mentioned already, you know, no two, you know, no shows, anything like that. But do you find, you know, what's the big difference? You know, obviously when you play with Guns N' Roses, you're playing stadiums, you're playing arenas, but then, you know, you jump back into a band like Pisser or you do something a little small. What do you find, you know, do you have a preference on playing, for a stadium versus a club, is there differences, similarities, or is it just, hey, man, as long as I get to play, I'm happy? Well, um, the only difference there is is that with Guns N' Roses, there's a little bit more responsibility behind it. You know, it's a big show, um, you know, pyro, and there's a lot of stuff going on. So there's a little more responsibility, but um, that's the only difference. I mean, uh, um, Playing to, to, to 40 people or playing to 40,000 people is exactly the same to me. There's no difference. I, I, I play the exact same way. Um, you know, I, um, I, have, I have great musical relationships with the guys in Guns and great, great musical relationship with the guys in Pissers. So we go up there and we play for ourselves. I mean, it's a show and the audience is out there watching it. But when we go up there, we, 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 we connect and we play for ourselves. And I think that's the most enjoyable part of it. And, and yes, there is no difference between playing a, a stadium and a club other than just a little, little more responsibility being on a stadium show, you know? Yeah. You're not going to get pyro going in the club. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and, and with a couple of more margaritas, you could drink a couple of more margaritas in the club. <laughs> <laughs> my, man, man with my heart. I, I like, I like that. That's a, that's a, that's a good, that I've noticed, I've noticed that too, you know, being a, a musician myself here in the local scene up in Northern California, I've, I've noticed that when you have a big show, it's kind of like, all right, you know, let's focus in, let's have a good performance. And then, you know, they got a smaller show where it's just like, Hey, let's have a good time. You're like, man, I'm, all of a sudden I'm having a couple more drinks on stage. And I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. So kind of along the lines with, with, with Pisser, you know, you mentioned, obviously, there's one kind of songwriter, but how do you guys, you know, f- function when it comes t- to recording the music? Obviously, the busy schedules and technology is a big help, but me being such a music nerd, and I know there's a lot of music nerds out there, do you guys yeah. like the old school way of, like, you know, he may have come up with a song, but let's get in a room and, and hash this out, or is it you guys' schedules are so crazy, man, we just got to knock it out when we can knock it out, when you guys record or come right. up with new tunes? How does it work in Pisser? It's, it's a little bit of both, a little bit of both. I mean, um, um, I recorded the drum tracks before I was going to go on a, on a run with Guns N' Roses. So I had, I went and recorded the drum tracks and left them with them. And then, and then Rob Bailey, the guitar player has a home studio. So they pretty much cut the rest of the record in the home studio. Um, so it's a little bit of both, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, everybody in the band is, is, is a, a working musician, you know, um, those guys are also doing sessions and stuff like that. You know, I'm touring and, and doing other stuff. So, so, it's, you know, I mean, you know, like when Richard did his parts, we sent it to him and he recorded it in his home studio. So, I mean, it's just uh, it's a little bit of both. I mean, it, it, the, the old days of like setting up in a studio and just cranking out music and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's just a lot of places that, that still do that. But, but that's the way, you know, New York City, too, man. It's like, you know, it's grimy there. It's hard to like, you know, block out time somewhere in New York. It's better. Most people now in the last five to ten years have been building their home home studios you know so that's pretty much the way we went yeah well i mean i've i've never been to new york city and it's on my bucket list and you you know growing up there i'm sure it's just i mean i could only imagine having to log your your drums <laughs> across the way and rush <laughs> rush out of traffic to get to, to rehearsal or something yeah 
I mean, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it's the same everywhere. If you, if you love what you're doing, you're going to haul, you're going to haul your gear. You know, it's no problem. That's not, that's, that's part of it. That's part of the love. That's part of the, of making, making music is moving your own gear. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, it's always, I think, I think about that, man, you know, it's, you know, being a guitar player, I don't have near as much, you know, to log around as a drummer, but I, I definitely, you know, you go, you think sometimes you're like, man, I got to haul, haul this. But then, you know, some of the funnest memories of playing music is, is, is that hauling around and joking and camaraderie with, with, with your, with your bandmates when you're, you're hauling your stuff sure. around. I mean, that's, you know, I'm sure you have a million stories like that where it's like, man, it's the camaraderie yeah. you create when you're just hauling, hauling the stuff in between shows is half the fun. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, hopefully you're playing with people that you like, so it's worth it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the that's that's the big thing. You know, as we wind down here, I know time is short, and you're 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 running around doing a lot of interviews, and I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, no worries, Nick. Thank y- you for having me. Yeah, where, yeah. Where can everyone, you know, if they're not familiar with Pisser, which they should, because it, like I mentioned, really kick ass rock and roll down down and in your face. Where can they check it out? You know, I know obviously the social medias, but you know website anything like that where can people check out pisser um dude i'm i'm so horrible with this we ha- you know i mean I, I, what i would do is go to the golden robot um website um and then um i'm sure you could download it there listen to it there it's on spot it'll be on spotify and and apple music it'll be everywhere so it'll be easy to find for sure Absolutely. And then final, final, I, you know, this is, you know, kind of a, a, a geek question, man, but I've got to ask it, man, because Gun, Gun, Guns N' Roses is my favorite band. Do you have a favorite tune? You guys play long, long sets. I mean, I saw you guys four years, three years ago in, in, out here in Sacramento, and you guys played for about four hours. It was incredible. But, <laughs> and I was I was so happy. I was, it was being my all-time favorite band. It was incredible. But do you have a favorite yeah, song? Awesome. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song out of the set when you guys play that, that's live, that you're just like, man, this is always the highlight? Um, I would have to say, um, I've been asked this a, a bunch of times, and and I always think about it, but it always comes back to one tune that I just, it's so much fun to play. It's You Could Be Mine. Ah, man, I, that's my favorite gun song, so too. Much, <laughs> so much fun. I mean, Matt Sorum's drum parts are so much fun to play. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a fun song to play. And, and it's a rocker. You have a little ACDC in there, a little punk rock, uh, a tribal thing in there, a little bit. You know, it's just, it's just a fun song. Yeah, it's, it's a great song, and it's from my favorite movie of all time, too, Terminator 2. So it's like... Ah, it's just it's just the the combo of, of that. Frank, I really appreciate it, man. Uh, Pisser uh, got a new single out. Hopefully, the album will be out in December, man. I really appreciate you taking out the time, and thank you very much. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Take care. Want to thank uh, Frank for joining? Excuse me, there. Thank Frank for joining me on the show, man. Make sure you check out Pisser, man. They've got a few singles out. Hopefully look for the new full-length record soon, sometime here in the year 2020, as we talked about, man. Hopefully we can have Frank back on and just talk more about music and drumming because it was was a blast talking with him. But next week, we're going to go back to the pro wrestling world, and we've got a friend of the show, one of my early guests from over two years ago is going to be back, one Mr. David Penzer, man. David Penzer joined me, man. It was we talked at length about everything, man. Now that he's back with Impact Wrestling and how that all came to be about, everything going on with that. And we talked everything from Slammiversary last month, just a whole bunch of different topics. We even got into a little fantasy football and sports and just the world uh, 
as it is right now. So it was a great. Uh, David Penzer is a great friend of the show. He's become a very, very someone I can reach out to and have on the show anytime. So uh, look forward to everybody hearing that man. It was, it was great. You know, Dave was you know a couple of years ago was on and he gave me you know over an hour. It was a very lengthy interview between the two of us. So it was great to have him back on and catch up because he's got a lot going around. In his world, kind of, you know, I would say it mirrors a little bit with Tony Schiavone. You know, he'd gotten out of the, the pro wrestling business, was doing something different, got back in through a podcast, and now he's back in the business. So kind of kind of cool, kind of some parallels there because Tony also a great friend of the show. So you know where to find all the social media. I appreciate everybody's uh, feedback. Man, 135 episodes in. We're going strong. we got some great guests coming up here in the coming month or so. Uh pay attention to social media i'm very active especially on the old twitter machine you know those aew figures are hard to find uh i i bit the bullet and got them on ebay man just because they were so difficult to find so i just said screw it i'll pay the extra money and get them on ebay so i have them i really just wanted the jericho and cody one those are the two i got but i recommend pre-ordering them because the second series is already available for pre-order on ringside collectibles i already pre-ordered the moxley and hangman i would do the same if i were you so you don't have to be running around to Walmart, hoping they'll show up one day. But until next week, we'll be right back here with one David Penzer from Impact Wrestling as well. Go check out his podcast, Sitting Ringside. Until then, peace. I'm out.